Welcome to the Ages Comics of Alaska podcast, where we tell Alaskans what to put in their box at Alaska's comic book shop. I always wished I could do something better than comics, but there didn't seem to be anything. This is the Ages Comics of Alaska podcast, and now your hosts, Lou and Amy Joe. Hey guys, it is Lou here at Aegis Comics of Alaska, and welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. Episode 13. Lucky 13! And I'm here with Shauna and Kevin. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. So, uh, another new comic book day. Another <laughs> new craziness. Yeah, it was. So, how fast did those Negan covers sell this morning? Like 30 seconds, or not even that. Yeah, we uh, we opened the doors, and I think not even five seconds after we opened the door, somebody was asking for one of the silvers, and that just opened up floodgates, man. After that, everybody wanted the silver, the gold, and I mean... Like, we had more people asking than we had copies of. Yeah, and, it was like they were dipping, like, um, they were like, you know, oh, silver, gold, and... <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I, it was literally, man, uh, she's not lying, 30 seconds after we opened those doors, they were gone. That's amazing. I mean, it's kind of nice to see that the comic game is, uh, is alive and well, <laughs> and of all things, that wasn't, uh... That wasn't DC or Marvel. That was Image Comics. Image Comics coming out swinging with Negan Lives number one. And they provided the shops with a set number of the gold and the silver foil. And then there was the regular covers. And, uh, yeah, that's amazing, actually. That might have broken the record here at the shop for fast-thing-selling comics, for sure. Uh, we we still have some, some great books in the shop, but nothing... Like that. Uh, yeah. What else? What the the firepower went out too, correct? Firepower. Yeah. yeah, I've been telling everybody Robert Kirkman won today, man. Because I mean, he's just everybody. And for Negan being a surprise, I mean, he he didn't really announce that too far ahead of time, and it wasn't like everybody was just anticipating that that book hit the shelves and it just flew out of here. And then I think we had about forty copies of Firepower and. Those were gone as well, which some people might think is kind of crazy giving your book away, but what better way to get it your number one in everybody's hands and make it free, and then they all want to come back for number two. Like a true drug dealer. Yeah, get you hooked. He got them hooked. Yeah, the um, uh, I, this seems to be his thing nowadays because he did that with... Uh, he did the same thing where he spoke about the last issue of The Walking Dead, issue 193, I believe it was. And we had no heads up on that at the shops at all. Like, it was literally, he tweeted about it, that it was going to be the last issue. And, of course, we had our doubts because I was looking in the Diamond catalog at the time. And I could see the cover for 194 and 195. They existed. And I made those orders and all of a sudden, this oversized issue number 193 shows up, and that was a wrap. And if you didn't order that book, that was it. You were not getting that book. It was completely sold. I had people calling from Anchorage and from Fairbanks trying to get that book. Yeah, I was lucky enough. I think I put that on my pull list like yeah. the week before it came out. Yeah. Actually. 
And that's the one thing uh, I'm trying to get out to people. Uh, uh, and now it's your job to get out to people. And that's why we do it on the podcast, too, is uh, 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 essentially most books are anywhere from a month to two months out. So you got to start promoting these books a month to two months out and tell people you need to get this on your pull list long before trying to order a book a week out or a couple of days out does not guarantee you'll get the book and that showed with um the batman 93 for sure and i ordered a lot of those and they hell i didn't even get my whole order here at the shop so uh we got shorted on that and that, that was a bad time to get shorted for that and it put us in a limbo situation because we're getting shorted while two companies are doing a transition for that product yeah. so now who do i yell at to get me that back order exactly you know because uh lunar doesn't have those books in possession yet is my understanding when i looked at their catalog today uh it just says unavailable back order unavailable or back order uh essentially it's pending whether they receive it at their warehouse or not you know and, and print demands and all kinds of stuff so uh, i hope that people are if you haven't already, you better order that Harley Quinn 75 now because you're not going to get it a week out. It's not happening because uh, that thing's going to be uh, – and if you see any special variants you want, you better get those orders in now because you're yeah. not going to get them otherwise. We're not going to be able to get them. You know, they, uh, DC put out that solicitation, what, like a week ago or a week and a half ago? I, think. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, – so that's where we're at there. And then, uh, you know, I've been telling everybody, man, get on these indies, man. Uh, when these big companies start screwing each other over or, you know, artists start bailing and stuff, the indies are the ones that team that bail out the comic industry now. With the, uh, you know, that. So we realized it was yesterday, I think I told you guys, that Absolute Comic Group on the last podcast I was saying, uh, White Widow. It used to be called Red Giant. That was the name of the yeah. company. It was yeah. Red Giant. And so Red Giant was the one that, uh, I mean, they were putting out. I mean, their books are really similar to like the Xenoscope books, like the Grim Fairy Tales. And the, like that. we have that Bell versus the Black Knight. That's all that 1990s era artwork that's coming back again, which is really cool. And people are feeling that. Uh, the other one, uh, uh, what do you guys think about the Spawn issues? How are those going in the shop? They're consistently selling, man. Because, uh, I mean, 307, I think that was last week. Yeah. Was it? And, I I mean, usually, you know, you see Wednesday the book comes out and everybody jumps on it. And then you might sell a couple more the rest of the week. But Spawn, that's one of those, man, every day we're in here is a few people grabbing it. And I, I mean, Todd McFarlane, man, everybody loves, everybody yeah. loves the classics. Oh, yeah. So, Shauna, who's your winner for today, for a new comic book day? Who would be your winner? Oh, um, I would have to go with the Negan Lives. Um, I just got the original cover. Um, but, yeah, that one I'm really interested to look at. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, how about you, Kevin? Yeah, I would. I would agree. I'd say. I'd say Robert Kirkman came out on top this week for sure. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm blown away that it seems like every week for this restart of the comic book new comic book day, it hasn't been the same publisher dominating. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's been. A- I think we would have argued what last week was Thor. Yeah. Yeah, the, for the week before that was a uh, uh, dark uh, death metal, and this week was, and then a, a good runner-up was that White Widow. That was crazy. That book. Uh, yeah, that flew out. Of do here. we have any in the? I don't think we have any no. in the shop. They're gone. Yeah. They, I believe they all went that day. Yeah. Maybe we had one or two left. Yeah, that, that book has never failed, man. I, I walked around the shop again just to see if there was any. There's none. There's that book never fails. Yeah, everybody's, uh, like you said, the indies are taking over, man. Everybody's into, I don't want to say, I don't want to say losing interest in superheroes, because, I mean, they, they're always going to be here. Everybody's yeah, always yeah. going to love their Spider-Man and Batman and stuff, but it it's a nice change of pace, you know? Yeah. Although, White Widow is just its own independent superhero, so yeah. it's much darker, a lot more violent. Uh, not for the kids. I don't think that's definitely not oh, for the no, kids. Oh, yeah, I no, wouldn't let my kids yeah. check it out. No, but uh, that's definitely a, a, a good book. Um, the, uh, 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 of course, just to, to, to poke fun at, at A.B., that Red Sonia, <laughs> that was crazy. The Perillo covers, I, I think now uh, we all can recognize Perillo now, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be Vampirella or any of those other ones. His name is Lucio Perillo, and he is just... I mean, it. It's kind of like the old um, Conan drawings. Do you, did you ever yeah, see the old Conan magazines? In it? Did you know that um, the old big ones? They were like hand painted. That was all. Uh, not each individual, con- but the covers were. Yeah. Like, the original cover would be hand painted. That was like legit art. That's no computer based stuff. That's legit painting. And I think that's why a lot of people. Like I've noticed, uh, Shauna, you're drawn to the Peach Momoko. Peach mm-hmm. Momoko is kind of a nod to the old school yeah. artist, you know, because she's. I don't think she's. I don't think she's uh, computer drawing any of that, is she? I think no, she's, it's all hand drawn. It, yeah, it, and she hand paints them. Uh, uses watercolor. Um, I don't even think she actually sketches out the drawing before she paints. Wow. Because there was one video I saw. She just started painting and just ended up with the whole person. It was amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's back to that old school artist, man. And, you know, I'm not knocking on Art Germ or any of these guys. Obviously, Art Germ is fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cho, fire. Um, Jim Lee, fire. Uh, the uh, Crane, all those guys, but a lot of those guys, even Todd McFarlane, you're seeing them. A lot of them leaning towards the computer-based stuff. Yeah. Uh, although Todd, Todd's old school too, but that Peach Momoko reminds you, and that's why that Perillo. Now, granted, I haven't watched Perillo actually do his work, but when I see his finished work, it truly reminds me of the old school Conan stuff because that's how they used to draw that stuff back in the day. That, that's what drew people to those heavy metal magazines and oh, the Conan yeah. saga and stuff. You know, uh, speaking of which, if somebody has that, uh, I think 
It's like Conan Saga. I'll have to look at it like 14 or something like that. That's like the first appearance of Red Sonja. That's like a $4,000 book right now. And Damn. Yeah. That's one of those hidden gems because you look at all the other books, they're not worth much at all. You know, we typically sell them here for like two bucks each, three bucks each, which is a bargain for that big book and that awesome art. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, if you get that one book, that's like a super key. Yeah, because that's your first appearance of Red Sonja. It's a couple of first appearances, but that's the main one. But a lot of people think that uh, the Red Sonja number one that we've sold here a couple of times uh, from Marvel, that, that was the first, that's her first. Um, independent series but that wasn't her first oh, appearance gotcha, yeah. so yeah so we're, we we learn a lot about comic book history here man it's a little crazy uh um i've got a bid in right now for that uh, uh you guys saw that harley quinn and uh um uh, uh poison ivy the 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 dj variants or whatever yeah. they want to call them those are cool so i got a bid in on those <clears throat> so hopefully we'll get those mm-hmm. here in the shop and then uh We've got, like I said, uh, um, in final in the final phases for our variant covers with uh, dynamite. So I'm really stoked about that. So I'm super excited. I think I think uh, we deserve a variant. We we kicked ass to get one, and I think our customers deserve a variant. And I think when that when they see the end product, they're going to be blown away and they're going to love it. And, ma- and maybe that'll sell in 18 seconds or 30 seconds. <laughs> I hope, right? Because I. We got to get several of them. The reason shops don't get a bunch of those is uh, you have to purchase uh, uh, several hundred of them to to even be in the game. So yeah, it's uh, exciting, man. It, it's a significant uh, entry fee to get a variant, a custom variant. So, uh, but uh, I think it's worthwhile when you get a really good product that everyone falls in love with. Um, what 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 would the now that you guys have been here for a little bit now? Um, what are your takeaways from this comic book game so far, man? What are you, what are you seeing, and uh, what, what are you learning about this industry? Ah, uh, I don't know. I guess that's a bit of a tough question right now because I, I, I mean, up until recently, I've only known comic books as a fan, right, and as a reader and collector, and now seeing the other side of it, the ordering and the planning and and make sure you got your books and now you know jumping through two different distributors i'm i can see how you want to just pull your hair out sometimes but Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think anything could stain like my love for comic books you know and so I, i i I think it's the big thing is just seeing how much goes into running a shop and trying to stay on top of everything. It's way more than I thought it was and anticipated, but I'm, you know, I'm excited to learn it all, man, and be a part of it going forward. Awesome. How about you, Shauna? Yeah, um, even with all the uh, low moments, it's all worth it. And then when you see the customers, you know, big smile on their face or even just yourself seeing them. It's um, really cool and to see everybody's different um, collections or hear about them. And um, me personally, I like um, like White Widow where it's kind of like a solo and it's different. We're also used to, you know, Thor and Iron Man and spider-man mm-hmm. and it's like it's nice to get something new and um 
So, yeah, that I really like. And, and those solos have been selling out more than the normal uh, products. Yeah, I uh, I would have to agree. I I like that right when you start getting to the point that, oh, it's a business. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. This this cool thing just walked into the shop. Yep, exactly. You know, we had a customer walk in. Uh, initially, I was just like, oh, what now? And he brought in that, that card to you guys. And I was like, what the heck is this thing? But when I called him and he started explaining to me what it was and he's donating it to the shop because he hopes that uh, any sales from it will benefit veterans. He wants it to go into a veteran program. Cool. So I was like, okay, well, all right, well, that changes the game now. And uh, because I'm not saying this because I want people to start rushing in here with cards and stuff. Uh, uh, unless uh, PSG Productions and uh, National Geographics wants to do a reality show here, then we're down with that. But uh, uh, shameless plug. But uh, aside from that, um, it turns out that when he bought that, he bought it with a deck of cards back in the day when they were giving out these Marvel cards, and you had a random chance of getting a hand-drawn card in each deck. And that's what that was. That was like a one in... One in 10,000 chance of getting a card like that. And it's a hand sketch of Reed Richards. The initials are STA. So now it's going to be the fun of researching and figuring out who did this card, who's the artist. Uh, aside from just the sheer value, just the research on who who put that effort into this little card. Why did they do yeah. it? You know, That makes things exciting. you know, Or like when we get a... You get a comic book in here, you buy it in a collection, and you just think it's a random book, and then you look on it, you see this random writing, and you forget, out, it, oh my god, it's autographed. Yeah, you know? no, there was that one day we were filming, and we pulled out uh, that, I think it was a Spidey book, uh, signed by Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And that was, it was just so cool, it was like random things like that, like just make the job awesome. Yeah, because you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna find in here. I have noticed a, a handful of times where we found books too that were autographed to an individual. Like, uh, so we, for the purpose of value, because it's specific, I, I, I think it's a toss up on value because it's, it, you know, to Mary from Todd McFarlane or whatever. So I don't know how that affects that because it's not a, it's an autograph, but it's. To somebody specific, Some so person. I don't know how that. Uh, uh, I I tend to lean towards just leaving that as a raw collectible for people to pick up, you know. Yeah. Unless your name's Mary. Yeah. Right. You hit the jackpot. And and uh, but uh, uh, yeah yeah you hit your own personal jackpot because I I don't I I suspect and this is a good question to ask the grading uh, uh, company CBCS or EGS and of course our sponsor EGS Expert Grading Service the sponsor of this podcast if you want to get those custom labels you get them from EGS at egscomicgrading.com and uh, you know the fact that they come with their grading notes and everything that's fantastic but uh I need to ask him or CBCS, hey, you do signature verification, but what happens when you got that 
from so-and-so, from so-and-so, do you ding it because part of it is not part of the autograph? Or do you consider the whole thing the autograph? We don't know. I've never... I've never actually brought that to their attention. Yeah. And it could be one of those things where who knows, maybe it drives the price up because it's like a personal thing that, you know, Todd McFarlane or whoever. Mm-hmm. Depending on who it. that, yeah. Uh, you know, was it, uh, you know, uh, you know, if it's like, uh, what would be a good example uh, to rob yeah. from, Todd, and then you find out that it was <laughs> autographed to Rob, you know Robert Downey Jr. or something. Yeah. It was Robert Downey Jr.'s book or something. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but you never know, right? Yeah. So I guess it, it, it'd be nice to look into the history of the books more. I tend to get more excited about, like, I, I think I showed you guys that Golden Age uh, Superman I have, and you see that little kid's initials on it. You could tell that it belonged to a kid, little RJ, or RS was on it. That tells me a story. This this kid loved that book so much that he wrote his initials on it. He didn't want nobody to jack his book, and that was his book. And uh, you could tell that the book was because the cover is pretty worn on it. But that means that, that whoever this RS kid was, he read that book over and over again. And that ten cents that he spent on that book might have been the only ten cents he had in his budget to buy a book at the time because that book's dated nineteen forty eight. Oh dang. So uh, 10 cents was a lot of money yeah, in man. 1948. And that kid, you know, whoever this RS was, man, that was his baby. And now we have it here at the shop in Alaska. And I I would gamble that that book is not originally from Alaska. I think that was a lower 48 book. So it, what a cool thing to think about. Where did... How how many states did that book travel through before it got up here to Alaska? What's that book's story? Those kind of things, you know, uh, yeah. uh, keep me interested in this hobby a lot more. And I'm happy that we're – this is – it's a business that that helps nourish one of the, one of the older hobbies in this nation right now. And while everything's uh, – uh, seems to be divided by the media outside of here we're pretty united inside of here yeah you know uh we don't have any of those uh, i feel um i feel saddened by what we're seeing uh outside in lower 48 but i could tell you the shop today did not reflect any of those issues we had every race creed Every uh, uh, religion, every political view from one side to the other, all in the shop today. And everybody united in one, for one cause, Negan lives. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get it. They had to get their Negan lives and they had to get into the back issue. It's an awesome thing, man. No politics, no war, no nothing. Everyone just comes in here and, and escapes from all that. And I think that's a really cool thing that we have to offer here. Yeah, for sure, man. No yeah. matter what uh, what your thoughts are outside of this place, you're here, man. All you, everybody's about comics. Just, yeah. Well, just to escape into the book because it, you know, it's you get to go into that world. And so oh, yeah. you kind of forget yours, and um, so that definitely helps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say, not to mention the, the fact that you get to experience all different types of artwork. I do like that 
a lot of the book now like Savage Dragons I'm not knocking Savage Dragon. As a matter of fact, they, they deserve the awards they're about to get when they hit issue 250, which we'll have here at the shop here shortly, uh, because that's the world breaker. That breaks even Todd McFarlane's record. But uh, um, I do like the fact, like, when you look at Immortal Hulk, if you look at the last, uh, let's call it the last 25 issues, you're going to see different artists represented in those books throughout those 25 it's not the same artist for all 25 maybe yeah. for a couple of covers uh, or a couple of issues back to back but it's not the same artist so you get to see those different uh, uh styles of art and i also like the fact that we're getting some independent uh, artists coming in here and dropping off their stuff now uh uh the one artist who came in here today uh uh mr miller he came in here with a uh, that independent oh, yeah. book, uh, uh, Denali, that he's getting ready to put out, man. I think, I think that book could be pretty successful here, man. Especially in the Alaska grown book. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he let us take a, a look at it, and I, I thumbed through it, and I'll uh, I'll be grabbing one, man. It it looks good. Yeah, yeah. He's, I I think he underestimates his own talent, man. He really does. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, I the colors in it, I liked a lot. I thought it was beautiful. It just yeah. kind of like went from one color right into the next, and then right into the next one after that. And it was and uh, it wasn't a consistent text in the text yeah. bubble. It wasn't your normal text bubbles. Yeah, it forced you to read. You know, because your brain's like, "What's this? What's this writing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, another week. We survived uh, a new comic book day. We still got, you know, for the weekend. And uh, we open up starting uh, this month now. We're going to be open Mondays beginning now. Uh, we will be open Mondays from... Uh, Come get uh, to know me. Yeah. In Shauna. That's yeah, right. Thanks. We will be. There's going to be somebody else too. I forgot. And Shauna. Yeah, so it'll be it. <laughs> So uh, 11 to 7 on Monday, and uh, so that'll be uh, give you guys one more day of being able to get access to these books, and we're excited about that. And uh, so any uh, parting thoughts, uh, Kevin? Um, I don't think so. Just want to thank everybody for coming in today, man, and uh, keeping us going strong. Awesome. How about you, Shauna? Thanks for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, paying that payroll. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, you know, uh, it. that's probably the most honest thing a person can say in business. Thanks for the money because this is not, we've said it a million times on this podcast, this is not a necessity. Oh, you yeah. choose to spend your money here. Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend your money here. So we're honored that you choose us, and we're going to continue to keep trying to earn uh, uh, that privilege of you spending your money here. So thank yeah. you very much, everybody. Yeah. And we will see you next week. Take care. You just listened to the Ages Comics of Alaska's podcast. Don't forget, new episodes drop every week. For more info about Alaska's comic book shop, visit www.agescomicsalaska.com.